Welcome to the Multi-Purpose Room, a podcast helping school organizations and school administrations achieve their goals. Each episode discusses real-life topics that PTAs, PTOs, and school staff are dealing with. Our hosts and guests offer practical tips, learnings, and best practices to achieve their desired outcomes. Here are your hosts, Wesley and Deborah Jones. Have you ever heard about grants and wondered, how do I get one of those? That sounds like a good thing. Has your PTA or PTO been sitting in meetings and wondered, what's another way we can raise some money without tapping our school community? Grants are great for PTOs and PTAs. They bring together businesses that want to connect with their communities with PTOs and PTAs whose mission it is to engage with their communities and support children in those communities. And so it really is a nice connection and a nice way to boost your fundraising without hosting another event. So what are grants? Where do you get them? And what are some tips for making them successful? That's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. For today's episode, I drew on my own experience in writing and receiving grants as well as a lot of tips from other PTA and PTO leaders. As you all know, I often look to Facebook and the various groups on there, which have really engaged PTA leaders and PTO leaders from across the country. And once again, their wise words were helpful here. So I have pulled those in where appropriate. I do also wanna shout out that the National PTA website, a lot of state PTA websites, PTO Today, all have resources about grant writing. And so I did draw a few things from those, but I point that out more to say that those are available to you after this episode. I will put the links in the description so that you can follow up and check those out. So let's start with the basics. What are grants? Well, they're essentially money set aside by organizations such as businesses, community groups, or foundations for a specific purpose. So they typically facilitate an aim or a goal. For example, equipping students with technology, providing students with additional STEM opportunities, providing community support to community engagement events, etc. Grants always have some sort of purpose and they require an application in order to receive the grant. Grants can vary in size, anywhere from a couple hundred dollars all the way to several thousand dollars. It really depends on the different organization, and the amounts will often be listed in the grant application packet or on the website where you found the grant information. It always comes down to finding a suitable grant, one whose mission and goals align with the mission and goals that you are trying to achieve. So before you start to search for a grant, and we'll talk about where to do that in just a second, it is good to sit down with your PTA or even just on your own if this is in your area of responsibility and just jot down what is the purpose for this grant. Is it just generally to facilitate community engagement activities? Is it specifically to fund an additional arts program for your school? Is it 
to enlarge the after-school extracurricular opportunities? Is it a specific field trip? Is it a school assembly? All of those are great reasons, but sit down and write that down first. You can even write down a couple of options because that will be important when you go search for a grant. So how do you find a grant? For PTAs and PTOs, I've actually found that the National PTA website is a helpful place to start. They list PTA-only grants, but they also list some more general grants that apply to the educational field. So go there and look at that site, and then next, go to your state PTA site and see if there's any additional grants there. There are also some national retailers that offer grant programs. The most common one that PTAs have received is Walmart and Lowe's and Aldi. So those are the three that I would say go check those out. Target used to have uh, a grant program that they've, as I understand, they have now at least put on pause if not entirely disbanded. There were some other popular national retailer ones that have also been paused. So the ones that I just mentioned are still open as of the time of this recording and are great places to check out. Another interesting place is looking at your state's endowment for the arts or any arts center. They often will offer grants for art-related activities, and so that can be a fruitful place if you're looking to expand after-school enrichment opportunities, your arts program, or even if you're looking to bring in an artist for an assembly to give the kids a little more of a different perspective in that assembly. Okay, let's say you've now found a grant or five that you want to apply for. Where do you start? Many people panic and say they're not a great writer or they don't know what to write. Have no fear. It is, there's a formula for doing this. You can absolutely do it and you won't be alone because one of the things that I'm going to recommend is that you pull in at least one other person with you. So let's get started with the elements that you will need. First, have a brief introduction about your PTA and its goals. Take that from your mission statement. If you have a well-written mission statement, you may not even need to go any further than that. So grab that. Next, think about the project that you are going to use this money for. Again, that goal that I told you to write down, take that down to the next level in just a couple of sentences about how you want to use this money to achieve that goal. Next, pull together any data that you have that backs up that project. Now that may sound scary, but really what I mean is we've had similar activities like this before and 50 people came. If you don't have exact numbers, don't worry. Do the best you can. Pull together what you can. Ask people at your next PTA meeting who have been on the PTA or PTO a long time, how many people came to that event last time we did it? Connect with your principal or school administrators that may have been there for several years and that can share information. Or maybe you have no data because you've never done this before and this is something new and is important to your community and aligns with your school and your PTA's mission and principles. That's great too. Having a starting of zero is also a data point. So make sure you just 
gather that information so you have it. You want to get as detailed as you can about what activities you will do as part of this project. So for example, if your goal is enrichment activities after school, you may then get more specific by saying we want to offer two new courses in the fall and two in the spring, whatever that may be, but get some a little bit more detail around that. And then an estimated budget. If you don't have that estimate, you can call around to a couple of companies that may provide services that you're thinking of offering as part of this project and just get an estimate or get an idea to submit into your grant proposal. Now, don't worry if this budget is more than the grant amount, because I have seen organizations give more than an individual grant amount. For example, if your project budget is $3,000, but the grant amount is $1,500, still put $3,000, You may only get $1,500, so then you'll have to figure out how to fund the other half, but you may also receive $2,500 because the organization decided to allot a little more money for your particular activity. Okay, those are the basics. So that was an introduction, an outline of the project in question, any statistical data that you have, any specific activities that will be carried out under the project, and an estimated budget. You've got that all together. You've got it in some sort of rough draft. Now refine the details. So first, you want to look at the goals of the grant. Sometimes the grant outline provides specific criteria against which they will be scored. If that is the case, make sure you have that handy as you're going through and refining your information, you want to make sure that you are addressing every one of the points that the grant application asks about or that the grant description points out. I would even suggest printing it or having it up on your computer and doing a check mark next to each criteria and next to each question to make sure you're addressing all those points. Make sure you're also bringing home, in other words, reiterating multiple times, how this project will further the goals of the grant. If it's a STEM-related grant, you know, continuously explain how this is advancing STEM in your community. Number two, pay attention to your writing. Try and tell a compelling story. Really let your enthusiasm shine through. Highlight that community and family engagement that PTOs and PTAs are all about. That passion and excitement will show through to the reader, and that's really important. The second part of paying attention to your writing is by editing and plan to spend twice as long editing as you did writing the first draft, because that's where things can really come through. That's where you really get to refine your story. And that's what makes a good entry. Now, some tips to really make it shine are 
to find somebody at your school. Oftentimes teachers will have experience in grant writing. So if you can ask school administration if there's a teacher who has written a grant before, ask if they'll be involved, either as a sounding board, as an editor, as a partner, because that can really add a lot of value. If there's nobody with grant writing background, look for somebody, a parent, a teacher with some marketing background, and that person can be your proofreader. Again, potentially even a sounding board or a partner if they're able to. And then second pro tip, revise, 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 which I think uh, was clear in my editing point. And then finally, make sure that you are addressing each of the elements. So that check mark process where you're checking next to every element of the grant description to make sure you've hit it, do that. Now, I want to say this all may sound overwhelming. It is not necessarily overwhelming. There are some grants that may require a lot of writing. You may choose not to apply for those because the burden of submitting the grant application is high. Many of these grants are two or three paragraphs. So you're not writing a lot. So when I say spend twice as much time editing as writing, I'm really just saying spend, you know, 20 minutes writing and 40 minutes editing. You've got an hour total. Gathering all of that background information, again, may sound onerous, but it really could be one PTA meeting where you say, hey, everybody, I want to apply for a grant. Tell me what you know about the events we've had in STEM and just jot down some notes. This doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to have precise numbers. If you can't get those, just say you're using estimates. The purpose is really to achieve the goal of the grant. And so whatever you write should just showcase how you're achieving the goal of that grant. In terms of time that you can expect for this all to take, I would say give yourself some prep time, a few weeks, maybe even a month if you're having to wait for the next PTA meeting to find the grant, kind of throw out your general ideas of of the area in which you want to seek a grant and to gather some of the background information. An hour to three hours for the putting together of the grant application. And then once submitted, it could be pretty quick. It could be a week, but it has taken a month sometimes for the the Walmart applications, for example, to get a response. Other grants, it, it may actually even be longer depending on when the deadline is. Many grants have a deadline for submissions and then a date by which they will make a decision. And so those are for a specified date. So give yourself some time, certainly several months before your planned activity so that you can go through the process and receive the funds before your planned activity. The good news is sometimes grants have an evergreen type possibility. And what I mean by that is I know in New York State, for example, there are arts grants that you can do a shortened application in subsequent years in order to receive money again. And so it's almost like once you're in, the process is faster for the next time. And so do look out for that when you're looking for grants, because I think that can be really helpful for the following year's PTA or PTO leaders.
I hope that grants are a part of your fundraising going forward. They are another great way to connect businesses in your community with your local community and support the PTA and PTO mission, supporting our children in their education. As always, if you have any great ideas, would love to hear them and look for some additional resources in the show notes. Make sure to visit our website at themultipurposeroom.school to subscribe to this show. If you like the topics on this show, we share additional resources on our company blog at www.k12clothing.com. We'll see you next week in the Multipurpose Room.